to Gordon Mills' love. It is a flower. Oh. I I I don't believe that. <laughs> Could you give us some context to that? Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, some people say love. It's a river. And some ah. people say it's a razor. Some people say it's a hunger. But George, but Gordon Mills, uh, he's actually the songwriter. Uh, he says that it's a flower and that you, you're its only seed. Aww. Uh, this is a love to hate podcast. And I guess that was adorable. But <laughs> eh, eh, <laughs> we've heard better. Yeah. We've heard better. All right. So, yeah, this is, in fact, the Love to Hate podcast. And what we like to do here is every two weeks we release podcasts. Uh, you'll, hear, you'll hear four voices on this podcast. One of them is mine. Hi, I'm Brad. And with me is Nika. Oh, hey, it's me. I'm another voice you might hear. But you might get it confused with... Steph. <laughs> Konnichiwa, minasan. Or maybe... <laughs> or Kim. <laughs> hey, I'm girl number three. <laughs> Why does girl have so many parts? <laughs> we don't actually have we don't actually have uh, personalities or identities. We're just voices that are disembodied that come into your ear holes every two weeks. Uh, and what happens is two of us uh, disembodied voices we talk about things that we hate, and uh, the other two of us disembodied voices talk about things that we love. You listeners uh, get to go vote for whichever disembodied voice you think did the best. It's true. We are incorporeal. Yes. That is kind of creepy to think about. We will live on forever uh, as long as this format exists. Uh, as long as Squarespace exists. We've achieved what many dream. That's right. That's yeah. right. We put that shit on wax, as the kids say. Yes. <laughs> Internet wax. Enough, it, it refers to old, old style record presses that were wax. And mm -hmm. so if you put something on wax, it means you're confident enough about it that you would put it on record. Go to bed, old man. <laughs> Listen. I'm kidding. Nika's older than him. <laughs> oh, shit. Just a little bit. Just a touch. A skosh. Um, all right. Well, anyways, uh, enough of that nonsense. So uh, before we get into the show, uh, let's do what we do every episode. Thank a, thank a patron, do a shot, and do a Mad Lib. <gasps> who, we got to, who we got this week, Kim? Michael you. He is our patron of the week. <laughs> I picked out a Mad Lib called Hillbilly Letter. Oh my. It sounds amazing. Okay. I'm gonna need some verbs past tense. Sat. Sat? Yeeted. Yeeted. Shat. <laughs> Dunked. Yeah. Nice. Yes, absolutely. Farted. Farted. Nice. nice. Or tooted. Either Ooh, one. Ooh, I like tooted is best. Tooted is good. <laughs> tooted is more of a, it's got more ass. Yeah. All right. It's like an onomatopoeia. Yeah. I need some base form of verbs. Run. Run. Smoke. Pick. Nice. All right. I'm going to need one verb ending in I-N-G. Blazing. <sighs> nice. Blazing. Wait, can we turn? I'm sorry. Is it too late to change pick to suckle? <gasps> Ooh, oh, no, oh, not too I like late. It. I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right, now I'm going to need five adjectives. Aberrant. Ooh, shitty. <laughs> uh, low. Low. Excrable. How do you spell it? E X C R I C R A B L E. Yeah. A, really. Excrible. Oh, 
Yeah, so we both saw the same. Brad looked up a list, and we both just saw the same word and nodded. <laughs> Weensy. Weensy. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> Is Weensy. Okay, now I'm going to need two nouns. Dog. Front butt. Mm. A what butt? A front a, butt. A front butt. Ah. A front butt? Yeah, front butt. <laughs> now I need a plural noun. Boobs. <sighs> Boobs. Oh, <laughs> go with is gross. I'm gonna need six numbers. All right, so we got four twenty. Obviously, sixty nine. Sixty nine. Obviously, also just forty two. Forty two. Yeah. Um, pi. Uh, three out to the twenty second digit. Three one four one five nine oh two five two. six six. You fucking nerds. It, was, it used really to be impressive. it used to be our Wi-Fi password. <gasps> okay, smart. let's be real. They could be making up numbers right now and they know that neither you nor I can correct them. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm gonna do six six six. Oh <gasps> and Professor uh, PFM in the chat suggests seven seven seven. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cross the streams there, but I'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna need a liquid piss. Egg whites. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> they look weirdly the same. Honestly. Yeah, they do. Depending on how hydrated you are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Now I'm going to need some first names. So I'm going to do Steph, Nika, Brad, and Kim. Perfect. <clears throat> I got I to gotta do some of my southern accent. Okay. Dearest redneck Michael, I'm writing this slow because I know you can't run fast. <laughs> <laughs> We don't live where we did when you left home. Your dad smoked in the newspaper that most accidents happen within 420 miles of your home, <laughs> so we moved. I won't be able to send you the address because the last West Virginia family that lived here took the house numbers when they sat so they wouldn't have to change their address. <laughs> This place is really abhorrent. It even has a blazing machine. I'm not sure about it. I put a load of clothes in and yeeted the chain. We haven't seen them since. The weather isn't shitty here. It only rained twice last week. The first time for 69 days and the second time for 42 days. About that dog you wanted me to send. Your Uncle Steph Bob said it would be too low to send in the mail with the buttons on, so we suckled them off and put them in the pockets. <laughs> Nika locked his boobs in the car yesterday. We were really worried because it took him 3.14159256 hours for me to get me and your father out. <laughs> your sister had a front butt this morning, but I haven't found out what it is yet, so I don't know if you're an aunt or an uncle. <laughs> uncle Brad Ray fell into an egg whites vat last week. Some men tried to pull him out, but he fought them off and drowned. <laughs> we had him cremated. He shat for 666 days. <laughs> 777 of your friends went off a bridge in a pickup truck. <laughs> Kim was driving. He ducked down the window and tooted to safety. Your other two friends were in the back. They drowned because they couldn't get the tailgate down. There isn't much more news at this time. Nothing much out of the execrable has happened. Your weensy aunt, Mom Hillbilly. 
Whoa. Oh my I got tears in my wow. eyes. Wow. There's a lot to unpack with that, that one. That was a journey. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> I feel like we uh, we learned a lot about our hillbilly selves. Yes. <laughs> I mean, 777 friends is a lot. That's a great pickup truck. That's like Instagram influencer levels. Ford needs to get on that advertising campaign. <laughs> I can't believe you locked your boobs in the truck, Nika. <laughs> Thank you. I like that we suckled the buttons off. Yeah. <laughs> of a dog? <laughs> yeah. Upsetting. Oh. That's animal abuse. I think it's one of the best ones we've done in a while. Yeah. Every week, I think that it's my new favorite, but I think this one is actually my favorite. <laughs> really that good. one was quite good. Uh, I, I think I the like cannibal that. is still like the best for me, but <laughs> this God, is that close second. The one yes. from GeeklyCon was this really good. very funny. Yeah. Uh, I like that, Brad, when you fell in an egg whites vat and died, <laughs> when you got cremated, you shit for six, over years, like you two years. You can't light me on fire, I'll shit. <laughs> it's a one-load fact. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that was for Michael. What's everybody drinking? Let's do these shots. Uh, we have vodka. Vodka. I, I'm sorry. I'll take a chip. I'll... I'll take a chip hit. Get that chip hit. I got new bottle of kitchen sake with some orange juice. What up? Cheers. Cheers, Cheers. Michael! Ah, mmm. Mmm, co-op vodka. Mmm. Delicious. co-op vodka? It tastes of neutral grains. Co-op is like, well, is co-op in the States? No, co-op is Canada. Okay, co-op is like a grocery chain. Uh, oh, I, I thought, thought it was like, like, a, a like a neighborhood co-op. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, no. No, no, this not, is like a... Not like, so like a, fancy. It's like a national chain, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was, I was out here excited stuff. thinking y'all would join the commune. No, <laughs> we, don't, we don't drink the I fancy stuff I mean, we are in Canada, so there. kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Everything tastes of socialism here. Oh, mm-hmm. jealous. It's in the water. <laughs> but fluoride isn't because fucking Canada. <laughs> All right. There's a conspiracy about that. I'm surprised. <laughs> there's this is, uh, those fucking shitty uh, middle class white ladies I was talking about last episode. Got fluoride taken out of our water because it's a toxin. Oh. And now I have I had two cavities last time I went to the dentist. Well, <laughs> if you want, I could send you some other information about how fluoride is being used to poison our bodies by the government. <gasps> um, oh shit! Why didn't you mention that before? <laughs> <laughs> it's a really dumb conspiracy. Probably one that maybe have more root has more roots in very bad science reality. Mm. But yeah. they almost always do. Yeah. Alright, enough of that. <laughs> enough of that I say. Fine. It's time to love. Kim, what do you love? Oh, okay. This is a love that I think we all share, but it's the one that I wrote down not to get stolen. <laughs> I think I know what this is, and I I think I agree with you, because I remember looking at your list and thinking, God damn it, Kim. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, feel free to chime in at any point. But, you know, it's the end of August when we're recording this. The weather's finally starting to cool off. There's a bit of a nip in the breeze, and I feel it. I feel it in my bones. Halloween is coming, and Halloween is the greatest holiday of all fucking time. Number one, it's spooky. Spooky shit is so much fun. Number two, you get to dress up. What is more fun than dressing in costume? Number three, it's the best when you're a kid because you go around with your friends and you get to stay out a little bit later and you get free candy. 
candy. That's the shit. Even though now I am an adult, I still love it so much. I gave the kids who came to our neighborhood this past year glow bracelets, like little neon glow bracelets as well as candy. I want to eventually be so rich that I can give out full-size candy bars. (laughs) Right? It's the dream. dream. (laughs) That's the dream. And like, as soon as October comes around, ooh, you can carve a pumpkin. You can put spooky decorations around around your house. I want to eventually amass so many Halloween decorations over the years that I become that house in the neighborhood that goes all out. I want a fog machine. I want colored lights. I want to build my own tombstones out of foam, and I want to put little skulls with candles melted on them all around. It's an excuse to watch horror movies with your friends. It's cold out. You get inside, get cuddly. You can eat pumpkin treats. That's the fucking best. And also, my birthday is the day before Halloween, so I always had costume parties for my birthday growing up, and it was the best. I love spooky shit. I love dressing up. I love being extra. I love it. It's when I get to express my weird creativity and also my love for spooky things. Kim. Do you just a little bit resent your mother for not, like, holding you in an extra day? A little bit? like, keep it closed a little bit, you know? Because, like, look at me. I'm I'm a bitch who was supposed to be born on Halloween, you know? Mm -hmm. Like... Like, what time of day were you born? I was born at, like, I think 11.30 in the morning. So, like, yeah, like 13 hours. Yeah, I was a C-section baby. Oh, man, they could have scheduled that later. right? I I think she didn't want it on Halloween because, like, she's really Christian and I would have been like, the devil's baby. (laughs) Clearly that worked out great for her anyways. I know, right? (laughs) Yes, we're good. All right, Nika, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to ask if you could only pick one thing about Halloween and you had to give up the rest, what would you pick to keep? Dressing up in costumes. There's not, there's not enough opportunities because i want to i want to dress up scary i want to scare people that's all i want to do i want to be a demon and like bite down on blood capsules in my mouth and have it fall out (laughs) and just i just love there's a sanctioned day that you can do that you can scare children (laughs) see this is why the uk has got it going on because they do fancy dress parties (gasps) Where you'll just dress in costume. But it, I think it's partly because they don't have Halloween. Right? Oh, that makes right? sense. Because they don't really do Halloween. Yeah, they don't really do it over it's, there. It's, more, it's not as, uh, a big thing. But yeah, but they'll have like fancy dress parties like multiple times a year where you like come in costume. That's the good shit. That would be fun. Yeah, because like with cosplay, you have to look good. Like you can't mm, look yeah. shitty. But Halloween, all bets are off. You can just like fucking make a... a costume out of cardboard and it's fun and you can go get drunk and play beer pong (laughs) so so no shit one time i went to a halloween party and i was like dude i'm not spending any money on a costume at all i just showed up as myself and when the host who was like super into making sure everybody's Mm -hmm. wearing a costume was like brad what are what's your costume was like oh i'm an extra at this party (laughs) 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 
That's why you don't come for the king. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Kim, what is your favorite costume that you have ever worn? Oh, that's a good question. Um, one time, I think I was in eighth grade. That was the last time I ever went like big trick or treating. But I sewed my own Ravenclaw robe, <gasps> uh, and I went as a Hogwarts student, and I was so fucking proud of myself. And like, I had like the little skirt and like the vest and everything. And that was this was before the movies came out. I'm pretty nice. sure. So like so you were kind of making your own interpretation. Yeah, and it was so much fun. And then I'd use that costume later when I was older for like the book, the midnight book events. Oh, that was so a really fun. good one. That's Nika, fun. I can sense that you also love Halloween. Would I you like to Halloween. chime in? Well, I, I I didn't want to like no go on. on it. I I too love Halloween so much. Um, I. I love the same that you do, the horror movies. And the thing that I love is that Netflix, it's like the end of September, they start putting all the horror movies out. Yes. So that it's like yes. a whole and I I from a past episode, as listeners should know, horror movies are my favorite genres. And so it's just like Netflix is putting out this like huge treasure trove. They're opening the horror hoard, and I, like a greedy little dragon, I'm just <laughs> putting my hands in there and watching all of it. And I hate children. I love <laughs> dressing up and giving kids candy. I love right? whenever they come to the house. Because you make them shitty for the people who do take care of them. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. And it's, it's like, like schadenfreude. It's really, I don't know, it, it's like silly too, but I also love to be like, because people aren't this way in Missouri, but I love to be that house. So we have yes it's it's like well it's not like super super exciting but we have the like uh i think it's called like the teal pumpkin program yeah yeah so that's really cool and really smart we do that every year so that there's what always it, so basically for halloween what you are supposed to do is if you have candies that are allergy free you put out a teal pumpkin you just paint a pumpkin oh. teal and people know that they can come to your house for food sensitive candies yeah and like diabetic kids i think are also part of it yeah so we always try to pick things like fruit snacks or you know things that aren't just chocolate and like full of like peanuts and yeah yeah because stuff missouri I, I don't know if you've read the news it really does hate kids <laughs> <laughs> do you got toothbrushes yeah she's like giving peanuts. out toothbrushes and apples <laughs> with razor blades in them and fruit leather, <laughs> fruit leather is candy apparently oh god not this again <laughs> but it's just, i can't go back into this hole it's everything's perfect about it about Halloween. Halloween's better than Christmas, and if you yes. disagree, that's fine, but I'll punch you in the face if you tell me that I'm wrong for thinking that. I would rather celeb celebrate Halloween for every holiday than any other holiday. It's just the best. Mm-hmm. Now, Christmas is dope. <gasps> Christmas I, is fun. I like Halloween. Don't Christmas is I like good. Halloween. I enjoy Halloween, uh, and I think we're basically like... Where I like Halloween, but I fucking love Christmas. Uh, Whereas you guys fucking love Halloween, but like Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The problem with Halloween uh, in my life is that there is a very real chance that it's going to be fucking freezing on Halloween. Oh, yeah. It's snowy everywhere. So Halloween is really hit and miss here. And then also just the, the job I currently do, like I always have to work the day after Halloween <sighs> and I know it's going to be busy because everybody hung over. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of put a damper on my Halloween abilities for the last few years because I have to work at 6 a.m. the next day. That's fair. Because I really like Halloween. Like I've had some great Halloween times. 
But uh, yeah, when you like work at 6 a.m. the next day and also like the fact that Halloween can be in the middle of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that puts a damper on it. There's... And like we don't get trick-or-treaters or anything like that. Well, so that sucks. Uh, yeah, just a bit, like Halloween is I feel like a lot more context specific. Like you have mm. to be at a place physically and like, I don't know, life-wise to like celebrate it properly, if that makes sense. You always I don't get know. drunk on the weekend before. <laughs> yeah. But like, then I usually always work at 6 a.m. Yeah, I was so say, it's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, that's like hurts Christmas. Sense. I don't know. Christmas is like more of a daytime activity for me. So I like Christmas because I don't have to stay up late. Usually I fall asleep by like seven because I eat a lot of turkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do love also that Halloween is one of the few holidays that doesn't have a strictly Christian religion base about yeah. it. That's fair. And I also just like the like more history of like, Pagan rituals and like Sandheim and all of that stuff. It's like, it's very, it's historically more interesting to me to celebrate Halloween mm -hmm. than it is. Yeah, you're really getting into the history of it. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I like to dance naked mm -hmm. under a moon every once in a while. <laughs> but I, I had actually a pretty pagan uh, Halloween one time because I used to go to school up in Massachusetts, and my school was like 15 minutes away from Salem, mm. Massachusetts. That's fun. And they the go absolutely bug fuck the entire yeah. month of October. It's the fucking best. I want to go up and visit uh, some of my old college friends, oh. friends sometime for like. Yeah, and Josh and like all of them and like visit sometime for my birthday so I can have like another big blowout Salem Halloween because nice. I think that'd be a lot of fun. But back when I was in school, I used to work a lot of odd jobs. And one time I worked in the Salem historical witch village <gasps> cool. throughout what? all of October. Oh and I it was like a guided spooky leave? tour. I like because I used to do a lot of theater stuff and they needed somebody so they called me in and I was like yeah I'll do it yeah. and it's like a guided tour that we took them through the witch village which has no electricity <gasps> like it's everything's lit by candlelight oh and God. I got to pl play a possessed uh, <gasps> like witch girl from one of the single oh witch God. trials oh my God I, I got to do you've like done any other job in your life <laughs> oh my God that's amazing like I got to throw like a satanic fit I got to do bibliomancy I got to do like the egg um oh egg mancy i don't forget what it's called but it was the most fun and oh at the very end of the tour i got carried away by a guy who was dressed as satan and there was like a big fire in the woods oh my God, it was I fucking sick <laughs> that sounds so fucking That's cool dumb. it was the most fun halloween that i had while working of course if like i could party i would do that but like that was the most fun on the day of halloween i also got to like lay in a a, a fucking ditch not a ditch like a grave hole what's oh, it called oh. i got uh, to lay clock. in one of those like a, yeah i don't know yeah what a, a grave hole a grave hole yeah and i it's got to just like a grab grave it it's just a grave yeah yeah it's a grave yeah <laughs> a grave hole <laughs> but yeah that was so much fun and just like being being in salem for halloween was just like fucking wild because they have like a big fair in like the commons well they have like little booths and shit set up but sometimes it's dangerous but it's also a lot of fun <laughs> uh, that, that sounds, sounds awesome. so cool brad what do you feel about halloween i don't mind it but i'm gonna here's my argument uh-oh kim you don't like people calling you you don't like <laughs> emails but you love this day where strangers come come a knocking on your door trying to be like hi Hi, give me things. 
It's because I know what's coming. There's like a set expectation. Oh. I know exactly what I need to do to deliver. There's a there's a certain exchange that we do, and that's it. And then and then also it 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 is more it is 100 socially acceptable on Halloween and within like a week either way to uh to scare the shit out of people without mm. their consent, and that's not okay. But it's on the scaring kids is fine. Scaring adults is wrong. <laughs> I love it though. Oh, see, this is one of the few things that Ben and I disagree on in our marriage oh. is that he hates haunted houses, and I okay. love them. I want to go to as many as possible, and it's hard because he either has to like wait in the car or like do something <laughs> else, and just like I just want to go to all of them. I want to go to ones in the woods. I want to go to ones that are like put up downtown. I want to go every single one. I even went to a haunted house while I was in Japan. I love them. <laughs> Cam, let's Would do you go to, a like, tour those, of the country. Like, street. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, uh, Halloween and the immediate days before Halloween is when you start hearing fucking Christmas carols, and that's bullshit. What? I don't like it. That's, I don't okay, want it. That's a secondary issue. Yeah, though. it doesn't matter. It's part of Halloween. <laughs> no, it's November first is when I can start playing Sufjan Christmas music. <gasps> Never <laughs> after Thanksgiving. I, I don't like that I have to see the. Uh, I guess I don't have to see it. Um, but like I don't like that I have to see advertisements for sexy versions of child characters. Oh, that is that's yeah. on people, and that people are trying yeah. to buy. I don't. Uh, th there's so many things I don't like that it is as stressful as New Year's Eve. Uh, but there's more shit that goes along with it because on New fun. Year's Eve you just fucking iron a pair of slacks, you put on a shirt, <laughs> you put on a tie, you bring some champagne, or you go to the bar and you're good to go. No, Halloween you have to fucking make a costume from scratch or go buy a shitty one and pay thousands of dollars for it. Thousands? And then, Where are you shopping? Hundreds of dollars, whatever. Not even <laughs> and if you hundreds. don't do that, people are like, "Oh, you're such a party pooper. Why don't you have a good costume on?" And I'm like. I just want to hang out with my friends like it's another night. Why do I have to do this? Sorry, next time I'll come with my own blood draped in it, Brad, and, I'll, and you'll think that I'm dying. Brad, who hurt you Damn. on Halloween? Yeah. Nobody. I actually, I enjoy Halloween. I just don't think it's the best holiday. I think that there's a lot of shitty behavior that happens around Halloween. But I think that's also I, part of the fun. It's this, like, it's a it's a hol or it's a holiday based off of mischief and playful yeah. chaoticness. Yeah. And it's just... No. The April Fool's is a holiday happen. based off of mischief and chaotic niceness. And it ends sucks. And it ends at noon, sucks. And it ends at noon that's right. <laughs> you know what? And I don't want to hear the monster mash again. I don't care if it was a graveyard smash. <laughs> they did the mash! <laughs> it caught on in a flash, flash Brad. <laughs> Listen, I enjoy Halloween. I like candy. As a, ki as, as a kid, I enjoyed it. I understand why children enjoy it. I enjoy any... I mean, and as an adult, I enjoy any reason to get together with a bunch of people and get drunk. So, like, there is an appeal to Halloween. And I, in generally, I'm down with the autumnal vibe. Like, I'm cool with harvests and whatnot. But Halloween itself is very just meh. For me. <laughs> Sorry. Now. Can't believe you. That's why I'm, I'm not that far off you, and we're married, <gasps> so wow. that works out. Oh. I just, I need to, because I threw a Halloween party once as an adult, and, like, not, I, I, Nika, you would love it. I went oh, all out. I made all sorts of treats. I made, Did um, you make peeled grapes? <laughs> <laughs> no! I made uh, pudding shots, but I made them, like, little, the cup of dirt dessert, yes, where there's, like, a little worm coming out I, of the dirt. Although, was it not gritty to going down your throat? 
No, you just like okay. eat it. You just go. Nom, nom, okay. nom. They're so. You yummy. just like lick it out with your I tongue do love like a, a good giraffe jello shot. And I feel like jello shots only come out at Halloween. Yeah, jello shots are fun. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I just want to throw a Halloween party and invite all of you guys. See, I don't think I would, I would ever throw so a Halloween party, but I would go to a Halloween. Well, I have. Yeah, I have gone to many Halloween parties. I don't think I would do it myself though. I, I, I just. <sighs> we had friends that used to throw an awesome Halloween party. And then <gasps> all of our friends had kids, so now no one throws oh. a Halloween party. And like, uh, like here's how I look at candy in Halloween. Like, you know, one of the great, great things about being an adult is doing whatever I make the my fuck own you goddamn want. Goddamn money, <laughs> and I can buy candy whenever I want. And I don't need to. I don't need to wait for a special day at the end of October to and get candy. Walk around to a bunch of houses to get it. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't but have to. You as don't the adult. do that. Yeah, Ooh, you're that, an adult. You, you that buy actually, it. Yeah, just but, like, but I'm an adult. I can buy candy whenever I want to treat myself. Yeah, and, but and, okay. There's a secondary good effect of Halloween, which is buying candy on November first. Yes, it's all on sale. And it's all and on sale. Good. That is a good time. Hell yeah! Do Nika, do you have a favorite costume that you've ever worn? Um. Uh. Okay. In sixth grade, I dressed up as Anne Boleyn. Um, because she was my favorite Sixth of Henry's wives. <laughs> oh that, my god, that's you would! I mean, it's age appropriate for how old she was. So Nika. I love it. That's so adorable and dorky. I love it. Oh yeah, and that's exactly. I loved you. it that's so great. much. It was super fun. Nice. And I just walked this. Okay, so this is like this is cringy. Nika is that at a sixth grade party? I obviously wasn't drunk, but to like be spooky, I just walked around the property at night oh, in god. the dark in my like medieval outfit that would be fucking terrifying if i yeah if i saw like a an 11 year old pacing around in yeah. in a medieval outfit that would we would have been me. best friends <laughs> we would have been fucking yeah. best friends oh man but yeah in conclusion Oof. halloween's great uh it's a whole month where you get to read spooky things watch spooky things get in the spooky vibe dress up be a spooky person great candy Pumpkins, I love it. Spider webs, give them to me. More, please. And I, oh, I started making a Halloween playlist last year, and I think I'm going to make a new one this year. So I hate, I, I mean, I've said this before in various ways uh, on this podcast, but a lot of the things that I hate revolve around people and uh, specific types of people, passive aggressive people, for instance, from season one. Um, but today, I'd like to talk to you about people who don't have a concept. Of personal space. <gasps> oh. I hate those fuckers. People who are like, like, you're just standing, chilling, and like, you don't know them from Adam. And sometimes you, it happens with people that you do know. But a lot of times this is with people you just don't know. Like, I'll be standing at the corner of a stoplight. Yes, and Steph is slowly getting closer and closer to me. <laughs> um, uh, I'll be standing at the corner of a stoplight. You know, I just got off the train or I just got out of my Uber. I'm waiting for the light to change so that I can cross. And all of a sudden, I can feel someone next to me or behind me because they're that close. We're the only two people at this corner, but they've decided that they need to be as close to me as they possibly can fucking be. And I hate it. I hate it. It's inconsiderate. Be aware of other people. I run hot, folks. I, I am a warm person, like temperature-wise, not 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 uh, anger-wise. I'm aware. But, but, but yeah, so like, or like if you're on a train or in a car and you're riding and people just like get, get all up in your bubble and pop it. And they're like, hi, how's it going? 
I was like, no, don't, don't do that. I don't want to be near you. I like my space. Please go away. I don't want to be. But there's no way to be like, I'm sorry. You need to back up without being an asshole. Yeah. So, so you're just stuck there next to this person and you can't do anything about it. Question. Yes. What do you hate more? Uh, Yeah. The people who get really close up to you and like try to make conversation or the people who just stand close to you silently for no apparent reason. <laughs> I think I think I only because I can understand the second person more as a person who has like a certain amount of social anxiety mm-hmm. and introvertedness that like sometimes you're just like I have something to say but I need to wait for the right time to okay. say it. So the, but then the right time never comes so you're just this weird awkward person standing in the circle like being quiet and staring at people. <laughs> I understand those people. The okay. people I don't understand are the people who are like, you know, I could be doing anything I want to do right now, but you know what sounds like the best thing to possibly do? I'm going to get right up in this guy's junk and breathe. Mm. <sighs> and, like, you take a step away, and they, like, move forward? Yeah. And then like you just end up, talkers? like, backed up against a wall <sighs> somewhere? Yeah, yeah. Or, or even, like, like so, like, especially in this, like, it's bad. It's not as bad in the winter, I don't think, because, like, I'm... I'm obviously cooler but like in the summer when like i'm a hot sweaty mess and i feel bad for being outside because i know everyone around me is like that motherfucker is sweating Mm -hmm. a lot but you choose to be like i'm gonna be right next to you i'm gonna be close enough to you that you can feel my body heat radiating onto you Mm -hmm. make you sweat more no fuck you dude fuck you you need to learn about personal space i don't like it i have a bubble don't violate it Mm -hmm. kim go what is the worst example of someone doing that to you? Do you have a specific memory or just like in general, like if you're on the train or something? Um, the train is bad for it. The train, the train is really bad because yeah. it's only pseudo air conditioned. Oh, um, uh, so and and like we, I walked down a hill to get to it, so it's not that bad. But usually, by the time you're getting to the train, you're you're sweating a little bit and then you like that's why I, I generally only stand up on the train because it's like if I sit down there's a high chance someone's gonna sit next to me and I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> like I would rather stand in the corner of the train than uh than be sitting down and be next to somebody. And the part of it too is just because like I'm aware that I'm a large fellow and I don't want to violate other people's space. Gotcha. Um, by, you know, spreading my legs too wide or something like that. Yeah. Um but but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I so I, while I do love my wife, <laughs> uh, she is a cuddler. Yep. And when I'm hot, sometimes it's just like, baby, I love you, but you need to go somewhere else. <laughs> you are you are you're like a little heat generator, and I yeah. can't deal with this because right I don't now. run hot. So like, he can be sweating to death, and I'm like, oh, it's nice out. Even snuggles. Okay, I thought you were just mm-hmm. talking about like close oh, no, talkers we, and, and oh windows. no, he'll, I mean he'll he'll we cuddle. Like I mean close talkers, close talkers yeah. are bad too. But like or even people like people on airplanes. Like if you're in the middle oh. seat, guess what, bro? You don't get both. You don't get both of the fucking. Yes, you do. <laughs> if you are in the middle seat, you do get both because no. you're in the fucking I middle so. seat. No. Yeah. Yes. It's right. No. Yes. There are three armrests. There's so okay, the so then so There's, so the armrest, depending on which side you're going, left or right, to your left or right is so, yours. So then, why does the person at the window get the window seat, typically the extra leg room, and two armrests? <laughs> they paid for the window seat. No, they, they don't pay for, for the seats anymore. What airline are you flying where you're paying for your window seat? <laughs> like any of them now. Like all of them. Yeah, I literally have never paid for a seat. How often do you fly on a plane, Nika? Like four to five times a year. 
Okay. No, I listen. I listen. fly mostly Southwest too. Maybe that's yeah. Oh, Southwest, yeah. Southwest is different. Is okay. <laughs> most most airlines nowadays, if well, like you can either go random or you can pay to pick a seat, and no matter what the seat is, you're gonna pay for it. Okay. But it's just like I don't know. I've had so many bad uh, airplane partners or whatever you want to call them. People you're sitting next to who are like, we're like the fucking old ladies. That's right, old ladies. I'm coming for you, you fucking boomers who take their fucking shoes off and then like put them on the back of seats. And it's always old ladies. It's never dudes. It's never like it's never like young people at all. It's always these eighty year old little biddies who are taking off their taking off their their sandals and they're not wearing socks and just putting their grubby feet all over the place and like and if you ask them they're like no i'm sorry i'm not gonna i'm not gonna move my, my sciatica stuff. my sciatica like every third article on am i the asshole on reddit is about some old lady who won't move her feet <laughs> here's what you do here's what you do if you see a little toe sneak up next to you you wait till you get your drink you get some of the condensation on your hand pretend to sneeze and then flick the condensation on their foot Kim, oh, I really good. thought you were going to be like, just suck on the toe. Oh. <laughs> also, put that suck toe on in the your toe. Mouth. <laughs> I mean, that would that would work. It's, it's t- like, like I understand everybody like wants to make themselves as comfortable as they can be, but like acknowledge people's space for the love yeah. of everything that is holy, which is not much because I don't believe that. But <sighs> yeah, so don't don't get all up in people's business. It's rude. How do you feel about standing room concerts? <sighs> Not uh, well, so it depends on the concert. Like, is if it's standing room only and there's no and there's absolutely no seating, I find that usually you can be in the back of the auditorium and yeah. you got space. But like, I when I've been to like two concerts where like I've showed up early enough that I was it was standing room only and I was at the very front and it's like after ten minutes I'm like I can't stand all these people bumping into me. Yeah, because you get pressed towards the front of the stage. Mm. Yeah, you get pressed, and then if you try to go back, depending on the show, I mean the majority of shows that I'm going to, there's some sort of a mosh pit that's probably not as crazy uh. as some. But like, <laughs> if you want to leave, you have to like walk back through that, yeah. and maybe you get like like tussled to the ground on the way back, and that's not fun either. So, oh, Brad, <sighs> I have a question. Yes. I, I can handle very little physical contact from people, and then um, it literally makes my skin crawl, and I want nothing more than, like, shove people off of me and to not touch mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Do you have a physical reaction like that, or is it just more, like, it just makes you... You just don't. I like get <laughs> so like like I I I made the joke earlier that I, I run hot uh, temperature wise not anger wise but like I get like really fucking angry like yeah. like there's no reason for you to be all up in my business and to be touching me and like part of it too is like me as a person I am so worried about popping someone else's bubble. Mm. That it's con- like I'm constantly thinking about like as I'm walking down the street. Okay, that person is coming towards me. Are they going to go to the left or to the right? Which way do I need to go so that I don't fuck with them? And the fact that oh. whoever is in my space is not taking any of that time at all to even like consider that like, hey, maybe that guy doesn't like people near him. It like it, like I just get angry and I don't do anything about it. I choke it down because that's what you do. <laughs> Damn! Damn. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's wow, but but yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't know. It's, it's not like a physical reaction. It's very much an emotional one. But it's. I just. There's no reason for it. Like, we got lots of space in this world. 
Take some yeah. up that's not near me. You probably have felt this like when you're waiting to get on like a subway or like public transit and people crowd behind you because they mm. want to get on faster than you. That's the worst. I hate that. Oh, yeah. Or again, to take it back to the airport, uh, like Steph and I, uh, mm-hmm. when we flew to Indy before we went to Columbus for GigliCon, mm-hmm. like there was a line for one of our flights that formed 30 to 45 minutes before the flight was boarding. And it's just like, hey, that's dumb. Don't do that. Yeah. You're not going to get you on the plane. You accomplish nothing. You're not getting on the plane any faster. But also, like, all it does is it creates, like, a log jam. So now everybody who, yeah. who's not on that flight has to, like, walk around you and yeah. try and, like, get in. And, like, so naturally people are going to bump into each other. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But then there's always the one asshole who's like, no, nah, fuck you. You were in my way. <laughs> But I mean, I'm sure you guys all have stories of people like invading your personal space in a way that you're like, no, go stop. I don't like it. If I might be able to share one, I do. Yes, please do. Okay, so we were very fortunate to be able to go to Hawaii to visit a friend who was in or is in the military and was stationed there. So we got to stay with them and had like a very like good like uh, experience for it, except for. One instance on the very last day, we went to Diamond Head and we go to hike it up there. And if you have never been, it is a fairly small path that has been made and it's about one and a half to two people wide. But you have to, like, everyone has to be very conscious of their space. So, like, you have to be up against the wall or else you're going to bump into people. So, we are going up and I have been very aware of people's personal space and I've been scraping my shoulder against a rock wall in this tunnel so that I'm not bumping into other people. A group of about eight teenage girls comes up and they're walking against us and three of them or so decided that they were not going to even move over or anything. No! And shoulder checked me. So I decided to say, fuck it. And I moved away from the wall and I shoulder checked the rest of the five bitches. And they were like, she didn't even move. And I was like, no, I didn't move, bitch. You can move. And we walked on and I never had to see those awful teenagers again. And I felt so fucking proud of myself because I feel like in public spaces, uh, like I always try to make myself smaller because like you, Brad, I'm trying to be conscious of other people's space. So I will inconvenience myself for it, but I was tired of it. And these, they were not going to ruin my trip to Hawaii and they didn't, they made my trip to Hilton or to not Hilton head, uh, diamond head even better because (laughs) fuck them. You got it. I spent six years in the military being nut to butt with other dudes, like in lines. And like, and like, I don't, I don't, I'm not in that anymore. I don't need to deal with that behavior. Please stay. Just, just like, how long is your arm? That's all I want. That's all I need. Just put your arm out. If you can touch me, you're too don't. close. Yeah. Take two steps back. <laughs> Kim, you got a story? Yes, I do have a story. And it ties back into my love because I was there on Halloween. <laughs> but, um, Back in 2015, I went with Vance, with Vance, with Vince to uh, <laughs> to Tokyo, and I was there for around my birthday. So we decided on Halloween we were going to go to Shibuya and go to a horror themed restaurant, <gasps> and we didn't expect it to be as fucking insane as it was. Oh. Imagine, Brad, it would be your worst nightmare. 
like bodies just crushed against each other. Oh, like no. even in the giant crossing, there were policemen out there trying to keep people in certain lanes. There yeah. was no room. I almost lost Vince in the crowd several times. That's how oh tightly God. packed people were. There was no privacy. There are people in my front. There are people on my back. There are people on my sides. It was like being in a sardine. I had like a tiny panic attack <laughs> just because I don't like being squashed that much. And also... Vince was going on ahead and I could barely see him because I'm oh, short, no. he's short, everyone's short around us. So we're all like eye level. Oh, no. <laughs> and yeah, it was fucking horrible. That was one of the worst like being around like and tightly packed yeah. experiences I've ever had. Like Shibi is great. Don't go on Halloween night. <laughs> no. All right. Listeners, if you haven't seen me in person, I'm like a fat dude. Like, I'm a large gentleman. And like, I'm aware of that. And I'm aware that a lot of things are not designed to fit large gentlemen so like when i'm trying to navigate through the room like i'm just like my oh my god i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i just bumped you oh my god i'm so sorry and then like i just don't want to put up i don't know i don't like it and that's not like a fault of organizers or anything mm-hmm. like that it's just like i'm a big dude and there's a lot of people in a small room um but yeah it's it's just you feel it more yeah like yeah. i'm very aware anytime i bump into anything because yeah because mm-hmm. that's fat people problems but See, like, for me, the I, I don't like it when you're, like, yeah, like, conversing with somebody or, like, interacting with somebody and they're, like, constantly getting closer. But, like, I lived in East Asia for two years. Like, Kim, Kim's example is on the extreme end, for sure, but, like, there's... I lived in South Korea for two years. There's yeah. 50 million people in a space smaller than, like, most states. Yeah, but those people are all smaller. They're not, th- they're not that, but they're not, they're like my size. That's the thing. Yeah. They're not like tiny, tiny. They're like my size. And like, I don't mean, I don't, like, know, I don't just, mean like height. I mean like, yeah. like morbid obesity. Eh, <laughs> but like, I don't know. You just, I don't know. You just get used to it, I guess. I don't know. Some people do. Some people don't. I don't have an issue with it really. But uh, yeah, I don't like it when you're like talking to somebody and just constantly like backing away. <laughs> Steph, did you ever have to take like rush hour transportation oh, yeah. when you're in Korea? Lots, Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know. It is what it is. You know, you just sort of like deal. <laughs> Packed. Eh. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't think it's that hard to recognize when you violated someone's personal bubble. Yeah. By mm-hmm. body language. Right? That's fair. So that's step one. And step two is I don't think it's that hard upon realizing that you violated someone's personal bubble. Just back the fuck up. Like, yeah. it's not that hard. I can, Here's the thing. I'm not hard of hearing. <laughs> I can hear you. Yeah. I can hear you from three feet away as pretty much as well as I can hear you from a, a foot. So <laughs> three feet away. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's no reason for you to get up all up in a girl and like. Uh, yeah, go away. I'm, okay. <laughs> away from arm me. Length. I think an arm length is good. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, yeah. and I mean, I mean, then, then there's all of the other standard bullshit about like dudes in general who like just like take up lots of space. Well, yeah. Assholes, but yeah. I don't. I don't want to get into that. We've man kinda... spreading is a whole other topic. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about we've yeah. talked about that on at least two podcasts between mm-hmm. like feminism and toxic masculinity. Yeah. So we don't need to go into it. But yeah, that's my hate. I hate people who don't mm. understand or d- are unwilling to acknowledge your personal space. Yeah, agreed. That's a good one. Um, so yeah. All right. Uh, so let me go back to the show notes and Nika, it's me. what you loving? It's me. So I want to just take a minute and take you guys back to the last episode where Kim, you said you had how many 
unread emails? Let me check. Over 9,000! Uh, I'm sure they've gone up. Oh. It's gone up. It's uh, 8,815 now. Oh, so it's not over 9,000. I'm sorry. Oh, that was me. I it's close. I have 17,000 unread emails. Oh, shit. Do you, just some general questions. Um, now, to link this in to my love, um, do you guys have a system for putting your clothing away? Like, Nope. T-shirts go in one place. Yeah. I do. Well, okay. <laughs> I have areas where certain clothing goes, but they usually don't make it into those drawers. Usually what happens is I wash my clothes, I put them back in the basket, and then I just put the basket on the floor, and then I pull my clean clothes out of the basket, and the dirty clothes go on the floor. Oh, my God. <laughs> I remember okay. one time Steph did the laundry, and, the, and then she left it in the basket, so I folded everything and put it away, and she was like, why are all my clothes folded? Yeah. And I was like, because that's how they should be. That's <laughs> okay. fine. Okay. Um, do you guys have a, a system for sorting and keeping track of important documents, or do you just put them in a closet somewhere? Uh, kind of, <laughs> yes and no. Yes. Uh, yeah. She doesn't know about it, but we do. <laughs> so, our important documents go in a cooler <laughs> underneath our TV. And okay. uh, up until, like, yesterday, literally yesterday, uh, we were just chucking things in, and then yesterday Brad sorted it all. So I don't know okay. where anything is. I just know it's in the cooler. Okay, well, um, I think Brad and I have a lot in common, and something that we love is organization. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I don't mean I love organization. I love hyper organization. Oh I God. have a drawer specifically for workout socks. I have a oh, drawer specifically what? for socks to wear at home. How many just drawers as do you have? I have three question. drawers. I have yeah. four sock drawers. <gasps> They're little, though. They're small. You have more sock drawers than Brad and I have drawers. Well, I'll, okay, amazing. I'll send you guys a picture of the closet. Um, but I've got four little drawers. So I have my clothes are sorted by I've got um, folded T-shirt or not T-shirts. I have folded tank tops that are only for casual or workout. Oh, God. I have a bin of pants that are um, any pant that I have that's not a legging because leggings are in their own drawer. I have clothing hung according to type and color. So <gasps> t-shirts and tank tops are hung in a separate part according to color. And Nika, this is serial killer shit. <laughs> I'm impressed. I, I have, have something to say when she's done. Every single email that I receive goes into either its own folder, it is deleted or marked as spam. Once an email comes in, I do not let it sit in my inbox for any more than maybe 10 minutes. What? At any, Ugh. you could ask me where generally anything is in this house, and I can tell you because everything has a place and everything is in its place. And if it doesn't, or if it's not, then I find it, and I put it back in its place because some people don't like to put things back where they belong. <laughs> I don't know if that's like at all. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, my dirty keys clothes right now? go directly into no. the hamper because that is where they go. I I have time things organized, um, so I, ha I do usually specific things, and I have a routine which I feel like is just organizing your general life, and if my routine gets thrown off, then I get very angry and irritated. Um, I just, I am a person that needs to have everything organized and everything in a specific place. And it 
drives me crazy if there's not that sort of organization. And all I want to do then is organize for that person. <laughs> I want nothing more, Kim, than to come to your house and go through all your fucking emails so you have none. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Please so, do it. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. So, Nika, before I moved here, mm-hmm. I had obviously my own dresser and my own, um, my own closet. And uh, basically for the last... Let's go, say a year. Let's say oh, no, because I, I, I even did this uh, back when I was in the military. So going all the way back to like two, probably two thousand and seven, two thousand eight, when I got my first apartment, uh, I would hang all of my clothes up in Roy G. Biv D. Oh, yes, and the, and the and the and the D is for denim. Yes. Oh my fucking god! So like my god. jeans would all be hung up at the end. Oh my god, that's amazing! Cause, cause I that's love how that color so coordinate. <laughs> And I, and I would have like, uh, yeah, I'd have multiple sock drawers for white socks, dark socks, dress socks. Brad fucking yeah. gets it. Yeah. It's so... Because here's the thing. You know what wow. I don't ever have to do in that situation? Dump a laundry basket on yeah. the floor and throw shit everywhere looking for the, the particular robe or scarf that I want. I don't have to do that that often. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. I have a really good memory. Yeah! So I remember where these things are, and I remember what I've worn already and what is clean, and I remember where I put the stuff in the house, even if it's not always the same place. I do that too, but it saves so much more time, energy, and effort to have one place where you know if I go there every... Now, I will say, I am very... Um, muscle memory on a lot of things, and oh. if something gets moved, then that does screw me up. Because and how long do you, okay? You say it's a time saver, but how yeah. fucking long do you spend sorting and folding socks? I'm not that long at all. Whenever we do the laundry. Yeah, but you know what's also not hard? Not folding them. <laughs> Just wait. Wait, you don't wear your socks at all? I actually don't really wear socks that much, honestly. <sighs> yeah, yeah, she really doesn't. Yeah. Okay. But like clothing in general. Yeah. Like, I don't fold any of my clothes. Okay, that's a bridge too far, Steph. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody cares or notices. But everything I wear is a fucking cotton poly blend. It doesn't (laughs) wrinkle. My I have things that wrinkle, and it's it to me is very calming. It is one thing that I can do that removes stress and anxiety from my life. And so for me, it is an it is an activity that I enjoy whenever. uh, Marie Kondo's show came out. I definitely redid my whole closet, and it took me probably two hours, and I enjoyed every fucking minute of it. Okay. And yes, I fold my bras and my t-shirts and everything what? in that little way, and my towels, and it's it's helpful. It helps me okay. a lot. If you gain satisfaction out of it, it sparks joy. Okay, <laughs> yeah, Kim. <laughs> okay, first of all, KonMari, my life, please. I do some Marie Kondo <laughs> stuff, but not all. And second of all, I get most into organization when I'm organizing like weird niche things, like all my Ooh. embroidery floss is done by color, but <gasps> not anything okay. else. What's the most niche thing you enjoy organizing? Oh man. <laughs> floss by thickness now. <laughs> what do your dice what do your dice look like, Nika? Do you organize oh, your dice? Oh yeah. Uh, well, they're organized in the... Yes, they are organized, kind of. Um, okay, so the two that I use are just in the case, and they have, like, their own, um, little 
sections that they go in and they can't go in the other section that's probably more of like an issue that i have it's like verging on ocd yeah maybe a little bit um i have dice that i use get put in the front of my basket the dice that i don't use get put in the back or if we need them for guests or anything i have some special dice that are in special wooden chests that i keep them but i don't use them because they are precious to me are those the dice that uh, we got you? Yes, they are. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I want to keep them looking very nice, so I don't use them all the time. <laughs> um, so that would be my dice. I, God, what's the most? I'm trying to think. I do have all of my, like, my towels are all assorted by, like, all my washcloths, colors, hand towel colors, and then regular towels. But that's not. Damn. Yeah. What about your kitchen or your pantry? Do you any, do anything special there? Uh, yeah, foods organized in specific shelves, and then each drawer has its own type of um, uh, appliance utensil? or yeah, utensil. Yeah, words are hard. <laughs> um, I don't know. I can't think of it. Brad I has feel a question. Like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, Brad. No, you're, you're fine. Uh, so uh, I find for me, the limiting factor as to whether or not I organize something or let it be chaotic is the amount of time it takes for me to find, quote, the right place Ooh. or how to organize it. Ooh. Do you find that that limits you or like how long do you think that it takes you to find? Because like, as, as you said earlier, everything has its place and everything should be in its place. How long does it take you to find the place for things? like? Mm. Like when you're talking about like organizing like food, is it just like you just you're just like boom beans bottom shelf pasta bottom shelf boom oh yeah dried fruits or or like are you speci- or does it take a few iterations for you to be like no I don't really like that how that is let's try this again and take it all apart and then put it all back together. I have had this is a routine that I have made for myself. A lot of the things that are like house specific since we started in, so there are things I've been doing for oh. three and a half years. Um, clothing stuff that's, I've, I don't even remember whenever I started that, but I think, I think a lot of it came from not having a lot of control over things as a kid and being able to organize Mm, stuff like that. that. I can have complete control over everything. So a lot of it at this point is just now like groceries. I know exactly where everything would go and it takes me like five minutes to put groceries up. So I don't have to think about things a lot. And usually if I have something new that needs a spot, I can find a spot for it pretty quickly because I know what things are in other spots. Yeah, okay. Makes sense. That makes sense. So were you an organized kid? Um, yes and no. I used to have a lot of things. I was a very spoiled child. Um, I wasn't a brat about it, but I was spoiled. Um, and so I, for a really, really long time, I just had stuff everywhere and my parents would make me clean my room. Mm-hmm. And I had so, I had so many things that it got really hard to just have like a real good order to organize things. So things got messy and chaotic and I was like basically like trying to shove stuff under my bed and everything so I could have yeah. the things that I cared about organized in a specific way. So I think as an adult, um, that has translated more into me being like resistant sometimes to get things. That makes sense. Is there anything that you don't organize? Um 
I mean, no is a fine answer. I just don't. Yeah. I just don't know if, if, if off the top of your head, is there anything that like you just get home and you just like throw somewhere? You know, like, <laughs> uh, yes, I have. I have. I'm looking at them right now. I have five, <laughs> six bins, six bins that I have allowed myself to just take, and whatever I don't want to think about where it needs to go, I just shove it over there. Which maybe that's kind of like an organization yeah. in itself. But yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> So this actually, so as a part of like doing wedding registry stuff, I've, I've been looking at uh, like dirty clothes hampers. Oh, yeah. And a lot of them that you could buy now are like darks, whites, colors. Um, do you have one of those or do you separate your laundry before when it's dirty or do you wait until like you're washing it to big piles and stuff? So we have, we have three laundry baskets. We <gasps> have darks, whites, whites, lights, and things that need to be hang dried. And I wish, I wish that I could break it down even more because I'd like to have one, I'd like to have at least one more to be able to break out the things that need to be hang dried. Hmm. Okay. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, because like, part, like uh, yeah, you can go on Amazon and buy uh, a clothes hamper that splits it into, I think, five compartments. Whoa! That's nice. And I think they're. I think they're. All it's towels. I'm not sure. Yeah, not it's usually. That. You could probably also buy something like that from Etsy if you don't want to support the Amazon overlords, mm-hmm. which I totally understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's cool. There's just and there's so many cool kitschy things to organize that it just everything. I don't know. It's so much fun, and I think if I am a big believer based off of my experience that having mess in my life makes me feel bad. And so organization is just a way to help me. Like I can battle a lot more shit that happens whenever I don't have to worry about getting the wrong socks in the morning or not being able to find the t-shirt that I want. So. Um, okay. So obviously I, I fully admit I'm not a physically organized person Mm -hmm. most of the time. Like, I throw all my shit on the floor and whatever. And our pantry is a mess. Like, I personally am fine with it. Um, I will say part of that comes from wearing a uniform to work every day. So it's like, well. Ah. But anyways, but I am a fairly, I'm a very mentally organized person. Mm -hmm. I know what I need to do day to day. I have, like, I'm constantly thinking, like, okay, I need to do this tomorrow, this tomorrow, this the next day. Next week, I need to make sure I have this done. Blah, 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 blah. Um, and, and I have to be very mentally organized at work because I like work at slash sometimes supervise a restaurant where shit can happen at any time. How do you feel like you fall on the scale of mental organization? Oh, a hundred percent. Like I know what I need to do if I, I also have a problem with procrastination, but, (laughs) um, I keep a track, I keep a list of things that I need to do generally like just running in my head all the time of like, okay, I just finished this. Now what do I need to do next? What's next on the list? Um, or try to keep track of things like just that I, I could do. I try to do that. That usually gets forgotten a little faster than something else. (laughs) Important though. (laughs) Makes sense. Um, yeah, probably I am not as, I would say mentally organized as you because you have to remember Probably a lot more than I. A lot of my, st- yeah, I have I have a lot more stuff that can change like minute to minute. Yeah. Whereas like it sounds like, 
Most Whereas of my it stuff is like the same. Your your life is reasonably structured. Yes, and and a lot of that has to do with job work, like home, like that kind of thing. Like you know, you have a standard commute, mm-hmm. things like that. And so, and don't get me wrong, I would like some of those things. Uh, I think Kim is next. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna ask you, you mental uh, uh, organized people. I have an app. It's called Toady, T O D Y, and it mm-hmm. is one of my favorite fucking things. It's like a list, like chore organizer, and you can do it by room, you can do it by task, and it alerts you when something's coming up. Like it tells me when oh. it's time to pressure wash my house, it tells me when it's time Ooh. to like turn That's over cool. my compost. And so I figured if you like organization and if you like cute things to like keep things organized, you would probably love it. It's yeah, I'm pretty sure. Nice. So that helps me out a lot with like making lists and keeping, making sure I make, hit things by the deadline. I usually just use my calendar. Yeah, I live on my calendar. I'm Uh, very bad at apps like that because I will never input stuff in. <gasps> or, you know what I mean, like, like because to get the, to get the elicited response, you have to put in a schedule yeah. of some sort. Yeah, and like I will play around with the schedule for so long that I will never actually input it. Oh, but, but also, Nika, I do have a question. So yeah. you mentioned at the top of this segment that you have a very strict schedule you like to stick to, and that like you have a routine, and if the routine goes bad, that um. It kind of throws off your day and you get angry or you get like distressed or whatever. Yeah. So like, so my question is, do you ever feel like you are limited by how organized you need to be? Um, and, and that, and that you like improvisation sounds like it's not something that you like to do. Like you don't like, like I know Steph because she doesn't necessarily have a set schedule. She can kind of make stuff up as she goes because that's just kind of how her work works. And like how it, it's Wednesday, and I don't know what I'm working on Sunday. And oh, that, that would bother her. That at would all. stress me eh, out. It doesn't. It bothers me a little bit, but like right. I can deal with it. Uh, but but for you, did you find like this level of organization that you need to be limiting? Um. Y- yes and no. I would say no because once something is done, like at work, if I get an email. Or if, uh, if I get an email, I have a folder where that email goes. If in the future or at any point I ever need to refer back to it, I can immediately pull it up. So I don't think that like, I think this, the amount of organization I have allows me to get through things faster or more efficiently. So then I have more time that I can do the more spontaneous things. Um, okay. But I do think it can be limiting because if there, like a great example is there are um, lots of times where I may not be able to get off of work whenever, usually I go in at like eight and then I leave around like four. If there are times whenever I can't leave, whenever I need to leave, I'll get annoyed mm-hmm. because I know then that if I don't get home until, you know, 30 minutes later, well, then that's shifts the whole night. Okay. And so it's like, it just puts things that need, that I know need, should be happening at specific times. It just moves them. So it becomes a little more limiting because then I become more resistant to wanting to do things that can change my routine. Sure. Cause like, so I live, 
uh, I would say, uh, like, I have, I have a general game plan for most days when I wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. And, like, but it can change depending on what I want to do and what I don't want to do based because mm-hmm. of how my work works right now. Mm-hmm. And I kind of really like that as where I know yeah. when I used to work a full-time, like, like nine to five or 10 to six job, like I would like to be very regimented. And one thing that I have found that I like about not necessarily having that is that, you know, I, if I wake up at eight instead of at, or if I wake up at 10 instead of at eight, all that means is that I push my run back to 9 p.m. instead of at 9 a.m. And then I can just adjust fire from there and I can kind of roll with the punches and do things as they come, which I have found to be nice, even though I did really enjoy the, standardization of my routine mm-hmm. as a full-time employee. Yeah. So I was just curious if, if that's something that like you ever like run into you're like, man, I wish I could just kind of decide what I want to do today and not have to worry about it. You there, know? Yeah. There are definitely days. Um, well, in last year, whenever I wasn't working, it, I found that I had to make a routine for myself because I just yeah. didn't, okay. I didn't know what to do with my whole day. I was like, okay, so I woke up at seven 30 well, am I going to sit on the couch all day? So like I would, I'd get up, I'd make breakfast. I'd watch like an hour and a half of something. And then I'd go to the gym and I'd work out and then I'd come home. I'd make lunch. Danny and I would have a couple hours where we would hang out and maybe we'd play a game and then we'd go to the gym in the evening. And then we'd come home, we'd have dinner, watch something, or we'd have, you know, maybe a couple hours where we did something separately from each other. And then we go to bed. And so like, I, I have to have that because if I don't have it, then I find myself like trying to create it. So it's just easier to go ahead and just like, nah, this is what my schedule is. Okay. Okay. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I understand it. I understand yeah. it from I will I will say that I was never a very organized person until the military. Like if there's only one uh... one good thing that I could say about the military, it is that it instilled a certain sense of like organization and routine can be good yeah. to a point. Yeah. Um so I understand both the desire to be sloppy and the desire to not be. Yeah. I don't think sloppy is it should have a negative connotation. I don't it's in that in that essence. Um, yeah, I re- I respect what you do. It's not for me, but but being unorganized doesn't irritate me. So there you <laughs> yeah, go. I yeah, mean, yeah, and that's like doesn't bug me that my clothes are in a basket all the time. <laughs> it, no, like it it would bother me if I were like that. But mm-hmm. I, I'm not like that. So, like, yeah. it doesn't, like you, it doesn't bother me that yeah. someone else is, because that's how everyone operates differently. And, and if everybody were like me, the, pl- the entire planet would be more of a shit show than it already is. So. <laughs> yeah. I, I have Brad. one last question before, yes. before I think we should move on. Uh, uh, and that is, so we both, we, we've all sort of admitted in this last five minutes, that, like, we all have our own preferences for organization or disorganization. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I would like to know how each of us feel about uh, working with people on whether it's casually or like as a friend or trying to schedule things with people who are not of your preference. Oh God, it's awful. You, so, so that's Steph. Steph doesn't like it. Well, because like, okay, so like we like yeah, like I'm physically unorganized, but like mentally, like like I need to be on time. And when I yeah. say I'm going to do something, I do it, and it irritates the fuck out of me when people are consistently like late or canceling or yeah, like you can't pin them down or whatever. Yeah, but would yeah. you? Uh, but but I feel like I'm trying. How can I say this? Like like when I'm working with like I don't feel the need for a schedule per mm-hmm. se. And if like somebody's like, "Hey, we're going to be there at seven, like, cool, I'll be there at seven. But with but if someone is like, "Hey, we're going to be there at seven, I need you to show up fifteen minutes early, and 
you need to do X, Y, and Z on the way there. Like, I'm like, I'll just tell me what you need me to do and I'll get it done in my own time. I don't need you to manage my time kind of a thing. Like, that's where I land on the scale. But I was wondering okay. how, other, how other people land. So, like, Nika, if you're working with a super disorganized person. Oh, that are you are you are you going to um are you going to like micromanage them and, and to the point where you're like you're trying to work out an organized schedule with them or are you just going to delegate to them and let them do it on their own uh, in okay. their own way or or well, are you more likely to like be like here's the schedule take care of it um typically what will happen if I'm being honest is that I will give them as little of importance of a task to do or if there's something that i know like that they could be doing but i know that maybe that person will take too long to do it i will do it myself i am much more like if 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 it's a group project kind of thing that i would rather do it all well this is like a whole nother problem or probably like mental thing but if there's something where other people could mess it up i would rather do it um and if someone's unorganized i feel like they would be more likely to mess something up. So I would give them the least amount of responsibility. What about you, Kim? I kind of am the person I hate because I, (laughs) I like to be on time. Like that's something that's kind of important to me, but a lot of times I'm not because (laughs) something comes up or just like, I usually have a good grasp on managing time, but like sometimes I have to flake at the last minute because I'm feeling bad or like something comes up and I can't do it because of my shit ass body. So that's why I don't like working with anybody. <laughs> if I have something that I want to get done, I usually try to do it all by myself. So that way I don't have to fuck with their schedules. They don't have to fuck with mine. Like when I was getting ready for my wedding, I did a lot of DIY stuff. And um, a lot of my bridesmaids and like family would be like, hey, can we help you out with doing that? And I was like, no, I want to do it all by myself because (laughs) I know the way I want it done. And if they fuck it up, then like the only one who's going to fuck it up is me. And I'm the only person who I want to put blame on. Say, I don't really like, um, I don't really like uh, 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 collaborating (laughs) when it comes to work stuff. Podcast is different. Yeah, I was going to say, having having worked with and collaborated with you for like the past three years, you do fine. Don't worry. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but that's because podcast is like a a very different sort of animal, I would say. But like if I'm doing like my own stuff and I have a plan for it, I like to do it alone. I like team things that can be individualized. So I I think I for me personally, what I like to do is I if, if I am working in a group or if like I have a like something huge like the wedding, like I'm going to tell you what I want you to do, and I'm going to give you a deadline. Yeah. And then I'm going to tell you that that is your goat to fuck. I don't care how you fuck that goat, but mm. but fuck it. Like, get it done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm not going to drop a schedule that says, listen, in in a week and a half, you need to have your premise done. Yeah. In two weeks, I need you to have a fully fleshed out storyboard for what you're going to do. In five <laughs> weeks, I need, to ha- I need to have a storyboard yeah. colorized. In six weeks, I need to have an animation of it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to micromanage like that, but I am going to, I am going to check in delicately to see how you're doing mm-hmm. on the task. I think that that's yeah. how I generally tend to work with people who are. Yeah. Not as organized as I would like to be because, you know, I don't like it when people are like, Brad, I asked you to do the thing this way. And it's like, yeah, but I did the thing this way and it's still correct. Oh, 
that's what I hate. Oh God. That's like one of my biggest pet peeves is whenever someone's like, well, you didn't do it this way. I was like, well, did you get the result that you needed? Then it doesn't matter how I did it. You know what I think that that comes from? And this might be an American thing for, from American schools. It's fucking math. Oh. If you're smart as a kid and you can do math mm. and you don't show your work or you don't do the work they, the way that they want you to, it doesn't matter because it's oh, incorrect. You should stuff. talk yeah. about this when we have Jack on because I feel like Jack will appreciate that a lot. But 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 yeah. So anyways, I've I've we've rambled on for a bit, so we yes. should probably yeah, move on. Sorry. I appreciate your love. Nico. Thank you. I Thank respect you. your love. It's yes. just not for me. All right, let's bring this episode back to the dark side. <gasps> Steph, what do you hate? So, I enjoy podcasting with you guys. You know, we've been doing it for a long time now. It's very fun. Um, but We're perk-cursed. Yeah, we're wow. podcasting. But don't you guys ever just sort of, like, wonder, think about how great it would have been if we had really kind of, you know, been doing this at, like, the, the dawn of, like, early podcasting, like, <sighs> right on the ground floor, back with, like, you know, WTF like Morse and- code. <laughs> You know, like, do, do you guys ever just feel like maybe, like, I know where this is going. done so well? Like, we all would have been really great, like, hated no, like, Victorian <laughs> lords and ladies. So we Wait. definitely would have been oh my God. nobility and not You're dirty gonna fucking peasants dunk on me. factories. Do you guys ever just feel like you were born in the wrong time? Yes! Oh, shit! <laughs> the wrong generation. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Listen, listen. I don't, but listen, everybody after you listen to this hate needs to go watch, uh, I mean, don't pay for it because you could, you should not support the people who are in this, uh, but, or who directed it, but you should go, you should go watch Midnight in Paris because it's, it's one of the best, it is, yeah, best it's movies great. that deals with this topic yes. yeah. and how like, Ooh. it's bullshit. It's total bullshit. Yes. Anyway, Steph, I'm stepping on you. Go ahead. Yes. So it drives me up the fucking wall when people romanticize earlier eras in time and talk about how they they feel like they were just born in the wrong generation and that they would have fit in so much more in this time. God, wasn't everything just so much better back then? We didn't have X, Y, and Z. and uh, <laughs> Life was just more simple, fashionable, interesting, dramatic, like any number of adjectives you can throw in. It drives me up the fucking wall. You know what the best time to be alive is? Despite the fact that our planet is a fucking hellscape right now, literally every day now is the best day to be alive because every fucking day, new things, new medicines and technologies get developed. New, like people get, hi, are you anybody but a white man? (laughs) You do poorly in the past. Yeah. That's right? like the every day, new groups of people get rights and privileges that we they never had before. I was like, "Oh, you're a woman, and you wanted to be around in like Victorian era. Cool. Enjoy being property of your husband, not being able to vote or have a say in anything. Like, yeah. and, and, cis and straight, and too. having your moods treated. Well, actually, your moods got treated with a vibrator, so that wasn't too bad. But. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, well. I'll hold this. And, and like, okay, Nika, I know that you uh, you enjoy history and the past and things. That's fine. You can enjoy and appreciate history. But I know for a fact that you, do, you don't want to live in that time. You don't want to, you don't wish that you had been born in that time. I do. do you? Yeah. <gasps> Why? I do. I do. Because, because, because cholera I want- and died in childbirth. <laughs> yeah, but that's also, but there's. Like, so there is that. I, I want to experience the time period. I completely 
understand all of the like terrible consequences of being in that time period. But so you're kind of time travel. Oh God, I would time travel so hard. That's fine. I I, like that's fine. Like what you think, but like you. But being also, a person living be, in that time period, you would not experience that time in the context to which you, modern Nika, would want to experience that time. Does that make could. sense? You could, though, because there are, like, so I love, I love um, Victorian Edwardian period. And I, whenever I was 11, as most girls in 1997 did, became very obsessed with the Titanic. And I <gasps> wanted to live in the early 20th century. Precious. And yes, precious. You would have died in the bottom of the ship. But it would have been part of the experience. <laughs> <laughs> also, there's a lot of like... Depending on, like, any time of history, really, there's a lot of badass people, usually women or minorities, that are, like, you always hear these stories about, like, oh, these women got together and they decided that some dude was acting like a shit. So, you know what they did? They fucking, like, poked. They've just play, played poke the bear and they fuck yeah, with them. All- that happens now, Nika, except we also have like radiation therapy and vaccines. <laughs> but like, but like, what if you could go back to like first wave feminism and like eliminate the possibility of TERFs? No, <laughs> not possible. I'm just saying. Haters going Time travel is interesting. But like, if but if you were born in that time period, obviously, yeah, that's you the thing. Have that being a time traveler is different from being born. In, like, people in the '60s weren't sitting back and being like, "Wow, people are going to really look back on this." Well, actually, they were really high, so they might have. People are gonna really going to look back on this time, think that like, "Wow, all of these shitty bands that I'm like seeing in a garage are going to go on to be iconic musical acts," and like, we're everybody's going to just think that we were so free and. And really busted through boundaries for the first time. I was like, no, they were thinking, like, I don't want to get drafted. <laughs> if they were dudes if over they were the d- age of yeah. 18. And if yeah. they're women, they were probably like, I don't want my husband to get drafted. Like, and also... Or maybe I do want my husband to get drafted. <laughs> or that! Damn. Or they were like, man, I really like that black guy, but I can't be involved with him. But there were people who did, though. But if it was... It's still, like... It, yeah. But... Or you could just live now when it's not totally fine, but it's a lot better. Yeah. Kim. Oh, I was going to say two things. First of all, my mom, I've seen her yearbooks when she was in high school in the 60s. And they used to have like how, you know, we had 80s days in high school, mm-hmm. like where you'd like have spirit days where you dress like you're yeah. in the 80s. Yeah, sure, had sure. 40s days, which yeah. I thought was really funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. People good. always romanticize the past. Yeah. Like kids just not go to school. And secondly, I, mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, not the same schools. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I always looked on the past with sort of a sense of dread. And I kind of have that even where we are today. Sometimes I think just like, you know how I think on how people in medieval times just like, wow, what a shitty existence. Mm. I kind of feel that way about where we are right now, even. I'm just like, I wish I could have been born like a hundred years in the future <laughs> when technology's I mean, better. I and yes, there's no I think I follow more on that livable habitat. <laughs> we yeah. we are somebody's dark ages. Exactly. Unless exactly. the planet falls apart and humanity dies. Which, let's be real, is a possibility for two thousand years in the future. Um, or like 50 years in the future. Who knows? 
Um, but yeah, yeah, that's the thing is like people always romanticize the past. They're always going to think about the romantic and interesting aspects of the past. You look at medieval times, you're like, wow, it would have been so great to be a princess and wear beautiful dresses with long sleeves. And it's like, no, you probably would have been a dirt farmer <laughs> stuck on your land, pregnant at 13 <laughs> and dead by 17. Nika, go. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, like, don't you feel, though, that you can separate that i I do but some people don't the thing that irritates is me is like when people are like really like genuinely like think that they are and i guess like use it as a personality trait where they're like yeah i'm that's an old soul i should have been i should have been around in the 50s because i love like rockabilly clothes it's like that's not a personality that's a fashion (sighs) sense if you're going with the fashion sense that's fine. I don't give a shit about that. But like, don't don't come at me being like you love the fifties. If I you don't want me to bring up thalidomide babies. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't live without the internet. Like, come on. Like, why would I? Want okay, to go also that, that right? And like, well, there was nothing to do prior to like eh, nineteen eighty five. <laughs> I mean, that's not true. <laughs> That's like, not true. People like journaled and died young. <laughs> like, <laughs> and embroidered. Think of all of the things you yeah. can have around your house embroidered. I'm not good at embroidering, though. <laughs> oh, I, I will say this. Dying young. I do think that the past, like, there's a way to, like, romanticize it, I think. But there's also, like, you're saying time traveling, but just going back and having... <laughs> gonna die no i'm sorry i'm just losing it <laughs> the only things you can do you write yeah. up until the second you die <laughs> you write shit and then probably die, die. <laughs> shit a lot for mo- for like everything for everybody prior to 1901 was shitting a lot <laughs> i'm sorry you can ignore me that just struck me as really funny thank you i just I get where you're coming from, but like, I'm, I, and again, I've, I I really enjoy this movie, and again, don't support. I don't. I don't support fucking the douche nozzle. Who Woody, is who's Woody, Woody Allen? Oh, it's Woody the, Allen. That's Woody, Woody Allen yeah. is the douche nozzle. Yeah. Um, pirate this movie. Yeah. So pirate this movie if you want, or I'm sure he doesn't get paid a whole lot of money if you watch mm-hmm. it on Netflix or Amazon. Um, but yeah. So in in Midnight in Paris, uh, there's a character who says basically nostalgia is denial, denial of the painful present. The name for this denial is golden age thinking. It's the erroneous notion that a different time period is better than the one that you're living in. It's a flaw in the romantic imagination of those people who find it difficult to cope with the present. Yeah. Like, like that's probably the best way to say that I've ever heard. Like, yeah. like there's no reason, like... The present is not perfect, but neither was the past. No, yeah. And you're not going to make the present better by ignoring it. The only way to make the present better is to do something about it now. But I think, I don't... I think that there's two different reasons why someone could want or want or say that they were born in the wrong generation. Do tell. Because I'm not denying anything about the past by one or the present by wanting to live in the past. I just think it'd be dope as hell to experience like what everyday life would be like in it, it would be in the London. same, Nika. It would be so, the same. So let me let me bridge it's this. Not. Let me bridge it's this. Not. Everything's like, different. Like I would say, I, I feel like where Nika is coming from is more of a, I don't wish that I was born in the Victorian area. 
Nika, and correct me if I'm wrong, Nika, I don't mean to speak for you. No, no, please. I'm just trying to put this in a context that I think you're presenting, is that it would be great if there was a video game with VR, like, in-depth, like, if I could walk into, like, a fucking, uh, oh, Jesus Christ, Star Trek imagination. Oh, oh holodeck. holodeck. Holodeck, thank you. I just, I couldn't remember holodeck. I couldn't remember that. Anyways, <laughs> if I could walk into a holodeck and live in the Victorian era for like a year and a half, three or four years, like that could be dope because I could experience it and the experience would be wonderful, but I wouldn't have to deal with the syphilis or yeah. the chlamydia. Like, is, is that where you're at, Mika? Or like, are you actually saying that you would like to be born a peasant because most people Getting were water from yeah, a contaminated like, I pond. I understand, from like the, the crushing, like reality of what it would be like to be born in the past. But I'm saying I don't know if anyone remembers this, but there was a show on PBS that was called what was it? This Victorian House, oh, or something like that. And mm-hmm. it was about an English family, and there are several different seasons of this for different time periods, and I've watched nearly all of them. They send this family to go live in a completely time-appropriate Victorian-era home, and they have to mm-hmm. wear it, all of the same clothing that they would have. They only use the products that they would have had. They eat the foods that they would have eaten. They do the things that they would have done. They could only use... So LARPing. It's have, like the simple yeah. life for regular people in Victoria. So you want to be a reenactor. You want to be like, yes. the, main, yeah. you you be like the main characters in Chuck Palahniuk's book, Choke. Yeah, I, want, yeah. I've not read that. But yes, I want to be work a reenactor. You want to work in Colonial Williamsburg. I uh. want to be the possessed witch. <laughs> <laughs> you can go to the Salem reenactment village. I believe in you. <laughs> I mean, what, what I will I, say is, yeah. go, go ahead, Nika. Oh no, just just that that um, I I will agree. Yes, and to what you said, I will say that there are a few people for whom this uh, this like makes sense for right, like uh, the the. Uh, early 90s, late 80s rock band Extreme. Hmm. Like, if they would have come along five years earlier, they would have been the biggest band and this is the people who sang more than words for, for reference okay. point. Um, they probably would have been the biggest band available, but when they showed up was the same time that Nirvana showed up on hmm. the scene. So their music was essentially tamped all the way down and crushed. So, like, they only have, they're known as a one-hit wonder, but, like, they're not a terrible band. It's just they came out at the wrong time. And, like, Mm -hmm. so for people like that, I understand. Or for, like, sports players who were, like, like, fucking, okay, sorry. I'm going to get some shit off my chest right now. (laughs) Do it. (laughs) Do it. Papa. All right, let's think about Patrick Ewing and let's think about uh, Reggie Miller. So both of them played in the NBA at the same time as fucking Michael Jordan. And anybody who played at the same time as Michael Jordan was fucked because the Child Bulls went to the finals every year for like five years. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like, and those people, I think, have the right to be like, man, if I would have been born in the 80s, I could have gotten all the MVPs. I would have gotten all that money. It would be great. But I don't know. But don't you think that there's a time period where you really would have shined? And yeah, wouldn't now. you? Oh. I don't like When I was a kid, I used to be like, man, if I was born in the 40s or the 50s, I could have been Frank Sinatra. I could sing like that, but I don't think that way anymore. I would be dead. I would be extremely dead. I need a lot of modern medication to keep me alive. (laughs) I just, I need the internet. And also the internet. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, none of us would be friends if we had born in a different era. Yeah. Listen, guys, there's Mm. no day but today. And, like, okay, so I I said before, like, (laughs) we are somebody's dark ages. 
But like, we are also somebody's wistful remembrance. Like in 30 years, somebody's going to be like, man, I wish I was born in the 2010s. I would have done so. I love TikTok. Uh, yeah. Like <laughs> only 90s kids remember this. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, people. yeah, like there's well, and it's- always somebody who wants to be people always want to be somewhere else. I want to be in the future where I can get any dessert I want and just like talk to my smart home and be like a chocolate cake, please. <laughs> and it just <laughs> comes down. Yeah. Can I get a 1965 like crew, grand crew? Piece? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I get it. I get wanting to live within the aesthetics yeah. of a certain era, but I do think that the majority of the people who are like, Oh, I'd be so much better in life if I was born in the forties yeah. are the worst kind of people. There, People who are unfulfilled in their current life. And it, it sort of segues into a different hate I have of mine of like people who complain about their life but do nothing to fix it. Yeah. I won't get into that right now because I'll save that. But like, yeah, I guess people who make it sort of a personality trait rather than like like Nika, where you're like, I think it would be interesting to have experienced this time. Yeah, so Whereas you're I not wanna, like I'm so not like horny, so <laughs> that's but true. you're not yeah, yeah like yeah, but, but, you're not like, oh, I only suck now because I would have been better at a different time. And that's okay. my excuse I, for not living my best life now. And I've got something quick to say and then we'll go to Kim. But like I think that, that gets to the heart of the like that we're not having an argument because mm-hmm. nobody actually cares about this. Yeah. But like that's 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 the essential difference between uh I wish I was born in that time yeah. and I'd like to experience that time. Yes. Yeah. I could be down for like an afternoon historical LARP. I think that'd be a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I like to LARP. I would, I would fuck with some time travel. I would love, yeah. to, like, fashion wise, I would love to go see other time periods and I would like to go witness historical events. I don't want to live then. Yeah. Because I would have been yeah. a dirt farmer. <laughs> I feel like the crystallization of your hate. Uh, have you ever been to this this board on Reddit called Lo Wrong Generation? Yeah, yes. it's like my favorite. Die. It's so good. It's yes! like it's like 13-year-olds <laughs> talking about how they're so woke because they listen to Queen instead of Justin yeah. Bieber. And I did it's that a so little funny. bit as a teen, to, to I will fair, say. Good on them. <laughs> yeah, but like that doesn't mean that you're like so much cooler than everybody else who's no, thirteen it just right means now. That you realize music, yeah. <laughs> Nika. Um, Steph, since you said you would enjoy time travel, to which period would you like to time travel, Ooh, and know. or what event would you love to be present? The Roaring Twenties do seem pretty fun. Well, that's next year. If I, I said in the yeah. past. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh God! <laughs> Historical events. May, uh, hmm. I know what mine would be. I want to hear got, everyone's. I've got I've got two separate ones. One is That's one tough. is very pompous and virtue signaling, and the other one is actually the one that I like. Man. That's tough. I've never really thought about a specific event. Yeah, I would live. I think I would. I think I would be more like Unica, though, where I would go like to soak up the vibe of a particular place rather yeah. than a specific event. Like, because yeah, I would love to go like, like check out like architecture and art. Like, I love Art Deco, yeah. so I would love to go like look at like Art Deco architecture and things like that in like the twenties. I would enjoy walking around Victorian London. I would be, I would fuck with like ancient Egypt, going to see the pyramids getting uh, built, things like that. But I don't, like, weirdly enough, the first thing that came to my mind was like, go see who who kills JFK. (gasps) Yeah! Just because I feel like that's like, I mean, if you want to know exactly, fun to solve a mystery. (laughs) 
It the was, papers have been released. It was LBJ. Eh, allegedly, quote He's unquote. responsible. <laughs> um, what about you, Brad? So, I, like I said, I've got two. The first one is I would love to be uh, there in 1916 for the Easter Rising in uh, mm. Ireland, uh, which resulted oh. in the eventual independence of most of the most of Ireland. Mm. And the other one would be if I could if I could take stuff with me. Mm. What I would like to do is just set up like a fuck ton of water mines all around the Golden Triangle so that so that slave trade never happened. Hell yeah. <laughs> Because I feel like that would be dope. Interesting. <laughs> hmm. And also would, would like... Vastly change, alter the history so, of North America. Yeah, change, yeah. change the world so much. Yeah. What's that butterfly effect like? <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's it's ridiculous. I, I, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to like show up in North America pre-European colonization. Me knowing that I don't have any modern diseases because of vaccines. And be like, <laughs> hey, look out for people who look like me. Yeah. Stay yeah. away. Yeah, Kill them like, on site. Or just like, you know, being like, like, like taking the blankets that Jackson sent and burning yeah. them before they got to where they're supposed to be would be really cool, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel really good about or myself. Just telling Lincoln to not go to that play. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. not exactly. that good. So now we're getting into altering history. And, yeah. But, but, that, but yeah, the, those yeah. are the two places that I yeah. want to be. Kim, what would yours be? Um, I think I would like to go hang out with the like impressionist painters in France Ooh, in like the 1870s, 1880s. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a lot you, of fun. I was thinking the I feel like you would totally would get in well with the uh, Russian modernists too. Uh, <gasps> yes, yeah. I drink a lot of absinthe. I was going to say, out, yeah, just smoke cigarettes and drink cafes. absinthe. Yeah, that or I'd Bella like to Pook. go back to like. I don't know, like the 10th century and just be like a weird pagan in the woods that doesn't talk to anybody. Ooh, be a woods witch, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I'd be a woods witch. Move what about the you, location Nika? of Stonehenge uh, closer. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, I, I have too many. I <laughs> would really love to be able to have experienced um, Versailles with Louis the Sixteenth and Marie Antoinette. I think that would be um that's like the that is i think the highest high before the lowest low yeah <laughs> oh, so you mean like as an aristocrat not as a peasant okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and then also i still titanic i don't Hell yeah. yeah i don't i i am a woman i have faith in my being a woman that maybe someone so would let me <laughs> i will offer myself in marriage to be saved <laughs> <laughs> but it would just be an experience mm-hmm that's uh, when I think about the Titanic, a lot of times I think about like, man, how crazy would it have been if both of the um, Strausses died? Oh yeah, yeah. sure. Because because the mm. the husband died, but the wife lived, and so they're the people who found a Macy's, right? Oh, interesting. Um, oh. Like, how would that wealth have been distributed? Mm. I don't know. Interesting mm. thought. Mm. There's yeah, there's a lot of interesting people that died there. That it's like, hmm, if they survived or. If they had, or people who had lived died, yeah. like, what would that have looked like? I mean, like? the entire plot of Downton Abbey would certainly be different. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did you ever hear that Titanic conspiracy where they yeah. switched it with a different boat? It's stupid. What? It's stupid and it's dumb. And there's a lot of, I have read too much about the actual ship to know that the bases <laughs> that they've used. Because I tried to listen to a podcast about the Titanic conspiracy because I thought this is right up my fucking alley. And it wasn't. After about 20 <laughs> minutes, I said, this is absolute garbage. These people are morons. <gasps> No. You know, this if someone what, could come out with another reasonable, logical conspiracy, I am open to hear it. But 
this is 100% relevant to your Titanic fetish. Um, <laughs> how willing would you be to ride oh, on the God. Titanic 2.0? Oh that my God, building 100%. In Australia? I I would love to. I think it would be so. I mean, fun. so long as it sails around the south and not the north, I guess we're fine. I mean, there's still ice down there. <laughs> it's I I would I would it would be a dream. I've been to the Titanic Museum in Branson, Missouri, and I uh, long to go. Oh my god, you've been to Branson? Hell yeah! I, I mean, it's three I was hours in away. The so. <laughs> I went to a museum in St. John's where they have a bunch of artifacts from the Titanic. Whoa! This is the closest place to where this ship sank. I'm going to say it one more time because I got stepped on. I was in the musical Titanic. Oh, wow. So I put myself in their shoes. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Okay, so yeah, basically, like, if you find yourself, like, really leaning on, oh, I wish I was born in another time. If you think you would have been better or your life would have been better if you had been born in the past, think again. Unless you're a white male. Yeah, unless you're a white male. You maybe would have done better, and even then, it's negligible. I mean, yeah. I hate to White speak his straight male too. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate to speak his name because he's not the best white cis straight male. But then mm. Louis C.K. has a really good mm. bit on this, where yes. it's basically like, "I would love to go back in time, but that's literally only because I'm a white straight yes. dude. I can go, I go, I go back as far as I want and not have to worry about any sort of oppression. Yep. Not true mm. for literally everyone else. Yeah, yeah. so." Um, but he's a ginger and doesn't have a soul. So there you go. Okay. Um, all right. So that's that's good. That's good. Let's uh we've got some a new a new patron design. Is that what it is, Kim? I believe. Yes! Ten dollar patron. His name is Steven Valentine. Very sweet guy. He is a fan of transformation sequence. Mm. He's also frequently in our chats, I believe. He's in here a lot. Is uh, it's like Neptune Night, I think, is his. Hand. Oh, oh yeah, that guy! Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I've seen him. Sure, and then we've got uh, a new a new patron, uh, Vlad, which is. It's an old patron, but a patron we haven't thanked. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. We go. We got. We, we Because he's Dracula. So, so we're gonna do the one, two, three, thanks thing that we do. Ready? And one, two, three. Thanks. thanks. Um, we are still over three hundred. Yes. Um, oh, I have bad news on that front. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, you don't have bad news on that front. We do have an update, is what I'll uh, say. Uh, I will send it to Steph for the update. So I have good news and bad news. Uh, the good news is that the audio from the live show came back uh, reasonably good quality. The bad news is that it was only 12 minutes before it got corrupted and fell apart. No! So, <laughs> uh, so if you were at the live show at GeeklyCon 2019, congratulations, you heard the whole thing. Uh, that will be a special treat for you guys forever. Uh, I will probably tack the twelve usable, twelve-ish usable minutes uh, of the live show at the end of this episode when it comes out. Uh, I'm sorry, shit happens. Um, it wasn't a canonical episode, if that helps. Yeah. Uh, and you still get to hear our editor Josh call us out on some shit. So it's pretty entertaining. <laughs> All right, and then yeah, we did get a new review. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to whoever this might be. Mystery. <laughs> uh, Nika, do you want to read it? Fun, lovable folks by not Baberson. Baberson totally did not sign into his wife's account to write that these are all very good, entertaining people. Loves and hates are well chosen, even when controversial. This podcast jumps up the listening queue when new episodes come out. Aww. Thanks, Yay. not Baberson. Uh, thanks, thanks, not Baberson. Thanks, whoever that was. <laughs> All right. Well, that, that that is the show. So let's go around, uh, give our Twitter information, and give the topics that we talked about in order. Uh, so we'll start with Kim. 
my name is Kim. I talked about how much I love Halloween. And if you want to tell me about how much you love Halloween, you can tweet at me at Kim Caddies. That's at K-Y-M-C-A-T-T-Y-S. Hello, I'm Brad. <laughs> and I hate a lot of things, but this episode, I hated people who are not aware of or do not care about your personal space and like to get all up in your grill. If you want to talk to me about that, you can hit me up at B squared underscore yo. I am Nika, and I talked about how much I love organizing things. And if you've got those hot, hot organizational tips or some good <laughs> deals and coupons for Bed Bath and uh, Bed Bath and Beyond, because they have lots of good organizational shit, uh, okay. you can hit me up at Nika underscore Howard. I'm Steph, and I hate people who think they were born in the wrong generation. And you can find me on Twitter at Steph O Kingston. And where can they find the podcast? You can find the podcast on Twitter at love to hate cast on Twitter, and you can email us love to hate cast at gmail.com. And if you want to vote for this and all the other episodes, go to love to hate podcast.com. And Kim, uh, what's the website for our Patreon? If people want to donate to it, you can go to patreon.com slash love to hate. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that is the show. Um, as we are fond of saying at the end of every episode, you know, love us or hate us. Just go rate us. Every time! <laughs> it rhymes. I thought about you last night. We were playing monikers, and Fred kept counting one, two, three, go instead of three, two, one, go. And I was like, I think you would have lost her fucking mind. <laughs> oh shit! I never knew. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, as long as you guys start like roughly at the same time, the clap also just helps. So okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Justice. What'd you say? Did you record that justice? I did. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, most of it. Yeah. Hell yeah. I don't know. Josh is very far away, so who knows what he could have said. Anything. Nobody will ever be able to tell. Also, we'll forget. <laughs> we good? Ready, ready. All right, so on August 21st, 2009, Butterfly X on UrbanDictionary.com said that love isn't when you hate saying goodbye. Love is when you see goodbye as the possibility of saying hello all over again. Damn. Wow. Wait, is that a dictionary account? Probably. Shit. Wait, what was it? Butterfly kisses? No. It's not butterfly kisses. Those are gross. We don't talk about those. Unless Veronica's around. Alright, well this is Love Hate Podcast. Welcome. This is our live show. Woo!
see the sausage get made. Yeah! yeah. Show me that sausage. This, we should have called this the Josh Scalf experience. Yes. <laughs> we're all seeing the nightmares of which we force upon him. Sounds like him. a great yep. title of the episode. Yeah. Well done. Josh, well done. Yeah. Uh, all right, so so how many of you people listen to the show? How many people have never listened to the show? Uh, so Do you know that way? The goal is to have everyone with their hands up at the same time. All right, no. yeah, so let's just do this. If you haven't listened to the show, raise your hand. Okay, a couple people. All right, all right, so welcome. 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 I'm sorry. Um, all right, so the way the show works is uh, bi-weekly, which means what? So we release an episode every two weeks where each of the hosts loves and or hates uh, a topic. Uh, and then we have a website where you go and vote on it. Uh, wh- whoever did the best or whichever group of people did the best. Or you just don't <laughs> vote for the person you like vote the least. Me. <laughs> I've never won. Vote for Neither me. have I. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we're doing it a little bit different today. Uh, what we are doing today is we're doing convention loves and hates. Uh, and what you, the lovely audience, are going to do is listen to us and then vote live right here about who is going to do the best and who's the worst. And we have uh, a number of horrible and delightful things. So the winner will be the proud recipient of this love to hate championship ring. <laughs> Which is totally not a 2017 Houston Astros World Championship ring yes. for free from a liquor store. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact, it was almost Brad's what? wedding ring. <laughs> His real wedding ring did not come in time for the wedding, and we were like, well... But darn, my hands are just too big. Yeah. <laughs> so that is for the winner. That is, uh, And then the loser... Gets drink mystery drink. Mystery. <laughs> oh. It is the kitchen sake. <laughs> <laughs> If anyone at the hotel asks, was purchased at the bar. <laughs> uh, Brad, I think you find that bottle is actually just full of water, just plain water. Yes. Do you know that? Water. Yes. You it can't guarantee that. Asian to be water. <laughs> <laughs> say? Genuinely scared. You don't want to lose again. No. <laughs> What's that like? <laughs> I've lost a season, but I lost it communally, so it's not the same. <laughs> you little shit! <laughs> I married you. That's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, but for, before we get started, we have a couple people to shout out. Uh, our, our mad lads. Mad lads! Maddest lads! Uh, our top patrons, I see some of you here. So, Jack Reedy. Brian is here somewhere? Yes. Uh, Will? Is Will here? I don't think Will's here. And Michael Yoon? Are you here? I don't think he came to the convention, so. Um, So, as as is our grand tradition of about four months ago, we are going to do a Mad Lib, and you guys are going to help us fill out this Mad Lib. I'm so sorry that took so long, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Dear Kieran Bennett, please note the following reasons why you are now banned from Asda stores in Columbus. Below is a list of offenses over the past few months, all verified by our surveillance cameras. What's an Asda? As a grocery store. Okay. January 15th, 
Poot at 69. That's right. Take it. Take two. Poot at 69 boxes of titties. Uh-huh. <laughs> and greasily put them in people's trolleys <laughs> when they weren't sweating. How dare you? <laughs> January 24th, set all, set all the alarm clocks <laughs> in house bussy. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite geek house.